Good day. I hope everyone's having a great week, and uh, I hope the week ahead looks awesome. Uh, this week we have got quite an episode. I uh, <laughs> I've wanted to do this for a little bit. I just I still to this day don't really know how I'm going to approach this. So this should be fun. This should, I'm going to break some hearts. I I will probably lose some followers over this one. Uh, we are going to cover a very controversial topic. Uh, one that I find myself being basically Switzerland on. I, uh, again, we're in the middle. We, uh, I, I'm going to kind of dissect more of the right-hand side of this problem because there's not really a lot of left to it, but we're still going to look at it from the left and, and try and parse the middle if we can. Uh, but before we get into QAnon and all the fun that that's going to bring, uh, news this week, uh, Decepticon variant. Looks like it's probably got no major teeth. Uh, this is good news and pretty typical with the, the pathology of most respiratory viruses. Uh, as we know, it's not, it is not dogma. It, a virus can mutate for the worse. Uh, but typically, we see it tracking and it looks to be getting to the point where it's becoming less lethal, more infective. This is, it's, it's going to end up being endemic. This isn't really controversial at this point. Uh, we're just along for the ride. And from my perspective, uh, we can just hope for the best in so much that either the governments kind of stop acting like autocrats and give power back to the people it belongs to, or they just get too greedy and the people decide this is enough. Uh, I know I am already in that camp, but uh, unfortunately in Canada, we are not the majority. Uh, so really it's got one of two ways to go. Uh, regardless, it, it is losing steam, it would seem, uh, as far as big, scary death cult we've seemed to find ourselves in. Uh, outside of that, there's not a ton of news. Uh, Austria, I know we've touched on in the past, uh, they have put in mandatory vaccinations for every resident, uh, and they have attempted to lock down the unvaccinated. Uh, as of today, I believe it's breaking news that uh, they are leader, whether they call him a prime minister or premier or whatever, he is stepping down. Uh, the last year, we've seen a lot of major people stepping down. Uh, Canada, y'all can do Canada next. That, that would be awesome. Um, but yeah, so we'll see how that shakes out. Uh, other than that, there's not really a lot new. Uh, Toronto police have fired 205 officers because uh, nothing says public safety like reducing police officer capacity. And that should be most of the news, at least the major one, for uh, this week. Uh, now we can get into the, the meat of this conversation. Uh, oh, before I do that, I'm definitely going to need this one this week. QAnon. It, uh, to some, it, uh, the great plan. To others, a crazy cult of mass hysteria. And uh, to be honest... Both are right, really. Uh, some more than others. Uh, QAnon, what is it? Basically, if, if you're unfamiliar with QAnon, and that is fine, if you're unfamiliar, it's, it's this conspiracy uh, or, or plot that our world is run by elite evil people. Uh, to take it to, to the necessary extreme that they do, uh, they believe they are pedophilic cannibals. Obviously, I have to say that with pretty bated breath. That is a, a, a grandiose claim. 
and a horrific one at that. Uh, it does. It's not bad enough to be a cannibal. It's not bad enough to just be a pedophile. You've got to be both. Uh, so right off the hop, uh, barring any supporting evidence, uh, it, it's a wild claim. Uh, most people, myself included, would immediately dismiss that. And for my left-leaning listeners, this is where you dismissed it and immediately got off that train. Uh, and you spent the rest of the last two-plus years uh, wagging your finger in virtue that uh, you are smarter than these people who have drank the Kool-Aid. Unfortunately, it's not that simple for either side. Uh, I have I have spent a good bit of time following this. I, I do not shy away from a good old conspiracy. Uh, they're quite entertaining, uh, even when they're crazy and, and dark and whatnot. And through my adventures of exploring this, because again, I, I like to consume, I like to know, and obviously when you are pursuing things that are unknown, you're going to stumble across some wild stuff. Um, certainly, I, I off this hop, I, I do not believe in QAnon, uh, though it has some insight people really shouldn't ignore. And I say that not to give credence or levity to, to anyone who feels justified in shaming somebody who does necessarily believe it. Uh, I think writing people off does actual harm as well in, in so much as we know some of this has validity. Some of what's happened, you can't just wipe away and call conspiracy. So I guess that's about the best place as any to kind of jump in and dive in. So, to claim our world is run by elites, that is that is boilerplate. That we we all know this. Uh, you've got people that are public level at people such as Bill Gates. We've seen the last two years. Bill Gates is basically pulling strings. He has no business pulling. And I, I don't. I'm not looking at that from a conspiracy standpoint. He is not a doctor, yet he is effectively dictating world policy. Uh, so much so that. It was his call whether or not third world countries would get free access to vaccines uh, or the formula and processing ability so they can make their own. Again, if he cared about philanthropy, he cared about humanity, that would be a no-brainer. Much like our great Canadian hero, insulin was a very, very openly shared uh, because back then people had morals and values that they would stand behind. And if it was something for the betterment of humanity, that's just what it was going to do. So you've got people in huge positions of influence uh, that really shape society and geopolitical events. Uh, not just Bill Gates, you've got the Clintons are massive. Uh, people truly don't understand how deep the Clinton connections go. And I think that kind of feeds into some of the conspiracy stuff. As far as above that, there are there are people with true power that you generally don't know the names of. I'm not going to play conspiracy to that level, but people like the Rothschilds, uh, it's it's clear you you cannot own most of the central banks in the world and not have insane amounts of power. Do I have any indication that they use that for ill will or evil? I don't, so I'm not going to go down that. My point is there are tons of people that you don't even know the, the power they have. So we know 
elites. That's a thing. Elites, elites are run, pulling strings that they shouldn't be pulling. Hundred percent verified fact that we can we can we can all agree on that. Left and right, we can agree. There's there's people that that run things on a higher level than you and I operate on. Now we have to go to the next part. The next part we can tackle is the pedophilia. Are influential, high-level people pedophiles on any scale or or magnitude? Uh, and is that a larger representation than the normal population? Uh, given the fact that we see it throughout every demographic, it's clearly a mental illness. It's 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 something at your core that that's that's broken and repugnant. It it should be. Uh, the best of our ability, we should fight it and abolish it every way possible. Uh, I, I certainly, as a parent, uh, it sickens me to think that this happens in the world. But we don't live in a in a rosy, peachy world. Terrible things happen, and terrible people exist. Uh, as far as celebrities or elites or anyone in the upper levels of power with these kind of appetites... Look no further than the current news cycle. We've got Ghislaine Maxwell, Jeffrey Epstein's right hand, uh, on trial for grooming countless children. Jeffrey Epstein, a, a pathological, serial, convicted pedophile. He was convicted for soliciting sex with minors, uh, which to me is just shows the, the favor these elite people have when it comes to power, because it was not pedophilia. It was soliciting a minor just in the charges he was already convicted of before he quote unquote hung himself. So does it exist? Yeah. Yeah. Some extremely powerful people are, are go this way and, and have these disgusting, I don't even know what to call it. Disgusting habits or desires. You've got, associated with Jeffrey Epstein. And this is, this is, again, we can all agree. Jeffrey Epstein was a prolific serial pedophile that had elite status and rubbed shoulders with the absolute top levels of society. Uh, you had people like Bill Clinton, Bill Gates, Prince Albert, Anthony Fauci, Alan Dershowitz, Jay-Z, and, and countless other top level celebrities that were rubbing shoulders with him, so much so that they were flying on his plane, the Lolita Express, which itself in that name is a homage to child trafficking. So, yes, that is also correct. And I think this is where you get the bedrock, the, the core foundation of, of a good conspiracy. Because, uh, really, a conspiracy is just a story or a plot that is believable and then and then it kind of diverges from believable it moves into fantasy almost and i think you you need that for any conspiracy you need the foundation of believability you need to pepper it with truth so that you can gain the trust and the rapport with the audience to keep it going and I, and I think that's where you diverge from, from QAnon. So QAnon starts, its, its premise is there's these evil 
pedophile cannibals. And I, I'm not going going to go into the the cannibal side of it too much because there is that is where it diverges from possible following some fact or or having truth to it. Uh, there's there is no evidence uh, to suggest that is that is correct. You have people like Maria Abramovich who partake in disgusting symbolic. You know what? No, I I can own that. That Maria Abramovich will participate in cannibalistic type art venues. So you'll go to a party that she's putting on and the cake will be a real looking human body. You cut it open and it is a, it's, it's a cake. It's a chocolate cake. Uh, the, the, the icing is, is a glazed blood looking sauce. So yes, that is one isolated person who does this. And again, I'm, I'm objective enough to say this is not enough to represent the whole class. Whereas we laid out before that the pedophile problem, you can connect it because it crosses multiple people. Uh, we've seen people like uh, Anthony Weiner, Huma Abdeen's husband, who is Hillary Clinton's right-hand woman. He was convicted of sexually texting a minor and served 21 months in jail for that. Uh, you've got a ton of of high Kevin Spacey again on the Lolita Express with Epstein. He is an alleged child predator. Uh, consequently, every child that has come forward, or subsequently an adult that has come forward, making any allegations against Kevin Spacey ends up dead. I believe now two have have mysteriously died or soon after allegations were out. Um, so. <laughs> we can all accept that it is at least not isolated in seeing pedophiles in the upper strata. More, more so than in your everyday life, I would say. I would say per capita, a d distributed population, it is more prevalent the, the higher up the class you go. Is that cause and effect? Is Causation does not necessarily equal correlation, uh, so I'm not going to attribute it to that. But we can accept there's enough representation to say, yeah, there's a problem. Uh, and it's not new. It's not new. We've Anyone who's a 90s baby or 80s kid, uh, you know the story of Corey Haynes and Corey Feldman. Hollywood is full of sick people. We've seen Harvey Weinstein. Uh, obviously, he kept it semi-consensual. He leveraged his positions and did things he shouldn't. Kept it above 18. I can... It's, a, it's sick, but it's not to the point that we're talking here. But Hollywood and the upper levels are, are disgusting and, and think they can get away with all sorts of things, much like the most dangerous game. It almost seems like a escalation of what we can, what can we get away with? But I can't, that's, when we get to the cannibal side of it, you simply can't follow that. It doesn't carry over, and that's where you lose me. You had me, you had a, you had a valid hypothesis, you were laying good points out, and then you lost me. So that's the whole setup. There's this problem, these are the people, this is what they're doing, and part, and then we go further, and QAnon is, we're going to save it. So the, the theory is, Q is a secret person. As you follow through, it, it looks to be, it might be JFK Jr., who himself died right before a major 
I believe it was the mayoral or Senate election for New York. Anyway, he was running against Hillary Clinton. Again, it, it's a if it's co- coincidental or if Hillary Clinton seems to be the target in this, uh, one way or another, he did die in a shady accident right before this election. And in the whole saga of QAnon with supposedly Q being JFK Jr., the the story would then go that JFK Jr., Q, uh, working with a secret but incredibly intelligent and tactful group of patriotic, like-minded individuals, they're fighting back. They're fighting back against these elite monsters who, I agree, we... They exist. Do they do what they say they're doing? No. But nonetheless, the the theory goes that they are fighting the good fight. They are they're going to be taking down this cabal of of evil people from the inside. It goes into to presume that it was a 30-year plan, 40-year plan since the the death of JFK himself. Uh, and, and again, we, we circle back around. This is, I think, as I said, when I, as, when I first got introduced with the QAnon and kind of familiarized myself with it, I said to a few people, I said, I don't know if I believe this. There's, there's some really good correlations and, and some good points, but some of it's just crazy. But one way or another, whether it's true or not, it would make one hell of a movie. And, and I think that's right where it is, is... It would make such it makes such a good story because so often it comes back around to fact, and just as you're maybe cutting through the nonsense, you'll get sucked back in with a little little bit more truth. It's such a powerful and effective tool that later on we'll get into how just how much of a tool it really is. But it's such a powerful tool. Like when I when I mentioned JFK, it is a known fact the CIA. Is was and has been for a long time kind of gone rogue. JFK knew this himself. He knew the FBI, the CIA, and most of the the three letter agencies have kind of gone rogue. They've they've given themselves so much power and they just can't be kept in check. Uh, JFK absolutely wanted it. Was, he was very clear. He said he wanted to break up the CIA. He wanted to shatter it into a million pieces so it could never be put back together. So. Again, and how could you do that? How could you possibly do that from within? Uh, as we've seen with JFK, you can't. He lost his life. Whether the motive was because of that or not, we'll never know. But he was absolutely assassinated for one of his many uh, motives. He he was he shook a lot of things up, and he clearly upset people that he was he was in over his head with how many people he upset in what ways. So. When you look at the, the the death of his son, who's involved around that? Who is the players in today's game? It's not hard to, to kind of follow. And I, I hopefully, at this point, I haven't lost too many of my left-leaning people who have said, hey, this has always been nonsense. You guys are stupid, this, that, and the other. I, I really want people to find the middle here because the way I see it, you have people who on the left-hand side, and I don't mean to polarize this just for for an analogy standpoint, on the left-hand side, you've got people that can't accept fact when there are some. We know certain things of this are 100% verifiably true. 
we also know on the other side, there's a handful of parts of this that are 100% verifiably not true. Uh, so, and I don't, if you don't see the stuff that's absolutely true, and you do see the stuff that's absolutely not true, I don't want either side of this to feel shamed. Because effectively what has happened is this has been probably the largest psychological manipulation of my lifetime. Uh, and probably going back many generations. So, and this is the thing, we, we need to find common ground, especially on something like this, because this has truly affected people's lives in ways that I just, I can't explain. I, again, I, I am a blind outsider to most of this. I have followed along with interest as it's a good story. I like Santa Claus. Would it be nice to think that there's somebody out there going to save the world and fix all of these evil leader problems? That would be awesome. Is it happening? No. Did I ever think it was? No. Did I, ha did I hope lo low key? Absolutely. I hoped it was true. Who wouldn't hope for a good comeback story, but it ha you get to a point where you have to say, okay, nobody's coming. Wake the hell up and, and make the world you want. Stop waiting for somebody else to fix the problems. And, and that's where we're coming to. And you can't do that when you're polarized. The people that called the QAnon people absolutely nut jobs, you're not helping yourself and you're not helping society. The people that are still out there screaming pedophile cannibals, guess what? You're not helping either. And, and I, I just want each side to kind of look across and realize you're so much more alike than you are different. We have seen this tactic happened before. Uh, when we look at Lenin, Lenin and Stalin and how they ran their uprisings, it is not new, the, the concept of controlled opposition. Uh, I know we've heard it a lot recently in politics, but it's really hard not to look at the, the totality of the situation and not, not realize that we're all being played. I mean... In a, in a way wider sense, we're all being played every day. We, I think the best part of 2020, 2021 is people have realized the media is not your friend. Mass media, corporate media, they have a narrative to push. They, irregardless if it's good or, or bad, uh, it, is, it is a directive pushed in almost unison. Uh, so you can have one story break on ABC and it all goes the same direction. Even stations like Fox will only play within certain lines. Uh, you, it's not very often you see much go far off of the, the narrative presented. And that's good. I think that's great. So we are learning that overall, society as a whole, left, right, center, all of us have kind of been played. We've been pitted against each other for race, politics, religion, all sorts of things. This is no different. Uh, as I was saying, Lenin and Stalin, and they've used this tactic before. Uh, it was used most prolifically in the Bolshevik Revolution. Lenin himself is quoted as saying, the best way to control an opposition is to lead it yourself. Uh, so the concept of having somebody leading the resistance, that's basically a secret agent, a, a double O, 
who's undercover behind enemy lines, not only behind enemy lines, but leading it. And I, I take my history from situations like that, where you've seen opposition kind of run point for them. And it, it keeps the people that are dissenting either looking in the wrong direction or playing to a different game. They don't even really understand what's going on. Uh, much like QAnon, you see in the, in the Bolshevik, it was, it was made to believe that somebody was going to come save them. But by the time they realized it wasn't happening, everything was too late. And that's exactly what happened with, with QAnon. Uh, I'm not going to dive too far into election integrity. I think any honest person who looks at what happened in the the last American election, which is where we saw QAnon spike and then disappear, uh, so I, it's it's fair to say that it was likely motivated for politics. Uh, and we look at it, okay, it was controlled opposition. Well, you look at the election, and it really shouldn't matter what side of the aisle you are on. Uh, you can at least say some shady stuff happened. I'm not saying the entire election is fraud. I'm not saying anything. I'm just saying if you look at it and you say, yep, that was the most fair and secure election they've ever had, you're just not being honest. We, we've, there's been people convicted on small-scale fraud. So you've got ballot, ballot boxes themselves uh, single polls where, where a poll worker has dumped a box in. Uh, I'm not, I'm not attributing that enough to sway the vote. Do I personally think Joe Biden is the most popular president ever? I don't personally, I would have expected Barack Obama term one before people realized this policy sucked. Uh, I, I, I don't see Joe Biden being the most popular period. Uh, and the counter to that would be, oh, people just hated Trump that much. I really don't see the numbers hating him enough to, to do that. So do I think it was accurate? No. But we're not looking at accuracy. We're just looking at, at the mechanics of QAnon. And basically what it did was it took, and, and not only did it take, it farmed the group. That group exploded in 2019, 2020. And it, it really riled up the base and when it comes to QAnon the base was definitely biased Trump uh in the plot it, it itself had Trump as a central figure of the plan to save everyone the problem is it took everyone riled them up but said don't worry we're on it it took the people that were the most fervent supporters the most motivated activists for the conservative side of the aisle, some of them were, were too far. Some of them were extremist, but the large base was not. The large base was an average person who sees problems in their country and then gets a magnifying glass shown on some terrible things and then says, oh, but we're going to fix it. Everyone, it, it's okay, trust the plan. Where we go one, we go all. And don't worry, sit back just trust us. Just trust Trust the plan. And when you look at the language and how it's presented, it becomes so transparent. You took the most rowdy and, and we're going to show up, we're going to do something. You took the most, for lack of a better term, most aggressive people and you just put them on the sidelines. So you don't have to worry about them getting mobilized. You don't have to worry about them coming out. They're just going to sit back and 
it'll all come their way. Uh, and you basically silenced them. You, you, you kneecapped them and, and neutered them. So to me, it, it really was, and it still is controlled opposition. The problem is we, we still have to address the fact that some of it's true. And now we're working in a system that is run by, sorry, radical leftists, some, some really reprehensible people. Uh, Joe Biden himself, uh, I guess I really should have tied this back in when we were talking about all the prolific people that are really degenerates. Joe Biden himself has been accused of, of pedophilia. Uh, it is, you'll never know. It will never be brought to full light. Uh, but you've seen in, perhaps you haven't, Ashley Biden's diary. His daughter goes into an account on, on where he showered with her at inappropriate ages. Uh, clearly, you can look at his children and realize there's some terrible stuff that that family's gone through. Uh, you, you don't have kids wind up the way all of his kids did and, and habitual drug users and massive mental health problems. That is a signal that something happened. You've got Hunter Biden, for example. Again, Hunter Biden's laptop, pedophilic pictures of him engaging in acts with children. The guy's still free, so you... These are things that we know, and, and thanks to their absolute moronic abilities, Hunter Biden and, and Joe Biden himself have basically va validated the laptop was real, uh, the contents of it are real, the text messages are real, and, and nothing comes of it. That laptop is literally a laptop from hell. The crimes on it should put somebody in jail for the rest of their, their natural life. Uh, and yet, again, we're talking about elites with power. Nothing comes of it. So it isn't necessarily hard to take fact that is repugnant and disgusting and, and just kind of run with it. And I think that's where QAnon... That's where we can't ignore it in the sense that these horrible things do happen and nothing's getting done about it. So it, it will bait you with truth that they're allowing out and certain parts are, are allowed, and then they do nothing about it. And I don't really see us as a society moving forward until some of the, this can come to, to real light and people can realize and reckon with the fact that the people that are leading them are not good people. Uh, from any one form or another, the people that are in charge right now are not Maybe it's just par for the course. Politicians in general are, it's a career that attracts bad people. I, I look at where we're at today and I see a, a grassroots uprising of good hearted pol political people. Uh, but the situation we're in right now, it, it would seem that politics attracts a certain type of people and it's not a healthy thing. But nonetheless, we're at a point now where we can hopefully all agree there's a lot of corrupt and disgusting people in places they shouldn't be. But nobody's doing anything about it. So how do, how do we change that? And how do we change the conversation where QAnon isn't this wild, radical thing, but it's, it's the start of a real conversation that needs to happen. A real conversation that 
hopefully can see innocent people spared and, and not tortured. No more Jeffrey Epstein's. No more Anthony Weiner's. Uh, it's it's wild to me that we can't cut the shit for lack of a better word, and just get down to it. Bringing it back to Canada, our own Justin Trudeau is is no saint himself. Uh, former teacher at West Point Gray, he has been accused of sexual inappropriateness with a student. Uh, at the time, it was reported or, or put out there that she was 18 or older. Uh, t- to put in context... His, his roommate while at West Point Gray was a, a man named Christopher Englinson. I probably pronounced that last name wrong. I just don't care. The man deserves no respect. Uh, he was convicted of possession and distribution of child pornography while he was Justin Trudeau's roommate. And in Justin's accusation, which, which comes from a yearbook entry uh, from a former student, which denotes CI and JT uh, in relation to a off-the-cuff comment about being my favorite special teacher or something. I, I'm paraphrasing that entry, but uh, I will link that in the show notes. But nonetheless, he, he's been accused of re- reprehensible things. And he, at the time, was also in extreme proximity to somebody who was convicted. Now, I'm not making a court case. This is certainly not enough to to condemn Justin Trudeau. But as we hear, again, this is speculation, but it, it seems that the initial report of that student being 18 uh, was overestimated. Uh, I've heard they, ex- they think the student was somewhere between 14 and 17. Regardless, anything less than 18 was still illegal. And further, if any relation happened, a teacher in that setting is also not right. But, but I, I just highlight that this is not specifically an American problem. Uh, it's not necessarily our problem either. It's just we can't, we can't honestly put forward a message without at least touching on the factual circumstances here in Canada. Fact, Christopher Englinson was convicted. Fact, Justin Trudeau was his roommate at that time. Fact, Justin Trudeau was accused of inappropriate relations with a student. These are facts. Do without what you will. But nonetheless, we can say, we, we all, society, Western society, society worldwide as a whole, has a major problem with people in power being degenerates. And at some point, you have to realize there's nobody saving anybody. There's no account coming. There's, there's, so how do we fix it? I truly don't know. I don't know as a, a normal citizen. I'm certainly not calling for an uprise. I think that's stupid, plain and simple. Uh, January 6th is a whole nother beast. Uh, it certainly was not a quote-unquote insurrection. There was a small portion of that event that turned nasty. People broke rules, broke laws. Uh, behaved in manners they shouldn't have but the very large majority did not and there was some questionable things at january 6 that we saw guards letting people in but nonetheless if you take the media's representation of january 6 
I think that was stupid. I don't think that is a good way to get change. So I violence and and angry protest is not how we move past this. This is not how we get accountability. Do I know how? I don't. I have no idea. But I do know we need we need to unite as a society. And it's not just on this issue. It's not just on QAnon. It's not just on evil elites, which are real. Uh, we need to unite as a mass, as as the populace. We need the, my friends on the left who probably jumped into this episode terrified. What's he going to say? Is he is he some QAnon shaman? No. Although that hat was awesome. Any of you guys want to get me a Viking hat like that? I would rock that for a live stream any day. And and my friends on the, on the far right, and I do have friends in I probably like I said, I'll probably lose friends or followers over my my hot take on this. Cuz unfortunately that this is the the group I'm trying to reach is the people that are so stuck that the cognitive dissonance doesn't let them realize that they've been played. And, and we all need to realize we're so much better off somewhere in the middle. It's cool we can have political differences, we can have policy differences, but as a society, we so dearly need to find a way to, to regain cohesion. I'm, I'm, I had a conversation today where I'm, I'm genuinely worried we're be, beyond the, the hope of actually rejoining society in the sense that I think the fractures are getting so large that I don't, I don't see much more bridge left before that gap is so far gone that there's no coming back. I know as a Christian that there here on earth, we're not, there's no one coming to save us by the time the good Lord comes back. It's not to save us. Uh, those that are saved aren't going to be saved in this world. It'll be the next. And, and I've made my peace with that. But as for living in today's world, we need to find a way to turn the temperature down between average citizens. And also we need, we need to find a way to, to bring the systems that are meant to keep our society in check back to functioning systems. Uh, like I've demonstrated with, with the Bidens, we, and the Clintons, the Bidens and the Clintons. And you know what? There could be a case where you could throw Trump into the group. I, I have my biases and I haven't dug too far into the legal actions of Trump. Um, but nonetheless, I, I, a sweeping condemnation of elite and powerful people getting away with things they shouldn't get away with. You have, uh, like Clinton, as far as I'm concerned, what happened in Benghazi, when, when your actions directly result in the death of citizens, that's tantamount to treason at some point. Uh, which, again, all the way back around, this is QAnon, great movie, whoever makes it, I will, I will get a fake passport to go see that in the movie. It might be the only time I'd feel comfortable displaying a fake passport. The rest of the time, I'll just sit out. But they picked a perfect target because... or I picked a perfect character because it's so easy to, to highlight how drastically evil some of these people are, but we need, we need to find a way. And I, I, I say this with bated breath. We'll see what comes of the Ghislaine Maxwell trial. If she sings like a bird, if they stick her to the wall for the, the horrific crimes she did. I, I think personally 
Jeffrey Epstein certainly didn't kill himself, but he's a monster. Was a monster. I, I There's a special place in hell for people like Ghislaine Maxwell. And I understand psychologically there's, there's some mitigating factors, Stockholm Syndrome, whatever. Um, but at some level, you, you do no longer get any cop out for your actions. But when you groom these kids, when, when you are the person they trust and, and you simply bring them in, like a absolute disgusting predator, there's a special place in hell for that. And I would almost say that that's worse, is being a monster and doing horrific things is is one thing, but doing it under the guise of a a caring person or, or a person of responsibility or role... That's a whole different kind of evil. Uh, so if, if we do not see accurate accountability, this is where I worry you'll see the, the QAnon people that are still hardcore buying in, drinking the Kool-Aid. I, you're, you run the risk of catching another violent protest. And I don't care what side of the aisle you're on. I don't want to see any violent protests. I would like to see us behave like a society that's beyond the savagery. In the back of my mind, I understand we're all capable of savagery. I just think as a society, the hope would be to not get that far. Uh, and, and if you don't see accountability in the face of some of the most evil things people have processed in the last while, you're, you're going to see people do irrational things. And the hope is to find middle ground before that happens. Uh, and certainly we're not going to we're we're not single-handedly going to change that but we have to have these conversations and people need to leave the extreme sides the the far left who absolutely just call people crazy you got to stop some of these like even the crazy people you the craziest people i've met still have some some logic some things they say are correct and and we can't let our internal bias and our cognitive dissonance block us from at least consuming the information to to process how we process. And if that means, hey, no, I you know what? I took it in. I, I checked it out. You're still crazy. Cool. You put the work in. Not everyone has to agree. Uh, and not everyone has to champion the same cause. But we need, from our own circles, we need to scale back the extremist stuff at least the stuff that is so far out of reality that you just it's dangerous and i say that as i have friends that would definitely fit in into the far right category some self-prescribed far right uh i i'm i know some far left people uh we're generally not friends it's just that's my kind of circle i i lean more right though i can have the conversations on the left but nonetheless, I, the Antifa type people, they need to scale it down too, because if you leave it up to the the loudest, most wild five percent of each category, that's not a society anyone wants to live in when they start hashing it out in the streets. So yeah, hopefully this has been a, it's a hot topic. Uh, hopefully. Everyone has been able to kind of consume my jump around with an open mind. Uh, And hopefully, if I've kind of irked you, 
you you take my words and, and just do the work yourself. Go check it out. My email is in the show notes for anyone who wants to have conversation on this. If you think I'm wrong, if, if you, hey, good job, let me know. I'm happy to have conversation on either side of this because the conversation on something like this where people have kind of been led more or less to the slaughter, it's needed. Uh, people need people need to find the middle again. And I'm willing to take those emails. I'm willing to have those conversations on a one-on-one basis even. But it, it's a conversation nonetheless. It, it shouldn't have gotten this far. But it has, and we have to deal with it. So that's my rant this week. Uh, sorry for the jump around. Uh, it's just there's so many layers and perspectives from this whole mess of a conspiracy that uh, I can't quite do it justice in about an hour. Uh, like I said, show notes, email, hit me up if you want to have a conversation. I'm I'm happy to. Uh, we're also on Instagram uh, if you want to have more of a back and forth messaging. As always, pay the fee. If you like what we had this week, uh, all we ask is you share a friend. We're we're not going to be monetizing this podcast. Uh, we just want to have conversation. We want to meet people where they are. We want to bring the temperature down a little bit. And in other places, we want to turn it up. Uh, but the goal is to benefit society and, and individuals. Uh, and if, if you think we did that or know somebody who could benefit from that, by all means, all we ask is you share this with them. Until next week, uh, stay free, everyone. <laughs>